Welcome to Alphabet Flying Psychopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through a fish book the Marvel Universe with the guests. We talk about all the characters and worlds we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Art. With me today is someone who's still big, big boy. It, it's Faith. Hi. I am the biggest boy. You can't stop me. So, so yeah, we talked about mostly Thunderbolt stuff last, last episode, and we're going to talk yeah. about more Thunderbolt stuff. Yay! Because... You know, some stuff happens later in the 90s, and he doesn't show up in a lot of places. Yeah. If so, uh, afterwards. Uh, so, yeah, so listen to the first episode if you want to, you know, be caught up. A lot <laughs> happened. We cannot yeah. summarize it. Yeah. So re, uh, renewing their old romance, uh, Atlas and Dallas uh, remained with the Thunderbolts. After the team reorganized under... A t- under the supposedly reformed helmet Zemo. Boo! You need Boo! to stop hanging out with Nazis! Stop it! Stop! Just stop. Just say no. Tell him to go kick rocks. Helmet Zemo through Dallas using the costume alias Vantage stayed on largely to monitor the uh, Baron Zemo's new Thunderbolts. To, sorry, to monitor the Baron. Uh, Zemo's new Thunderbolts became increasingly successful and respected when they created the Liberator device to impose world peace by draining transnormal energies on a global scale. What? I'm, I'm not sorry, understanding what that. What kind of up. energies? Trans trans energies? Transnorm- transnormal. So, you know, just ab- like really just absorbing the energy of people who really like Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> No, leave them alone. They're going through enough. The game's crashed five times. They keep on saying it's a perfect game, but it's buggy as hell. Uh, it is a perfect game, by the way, but I, it is buggy I, as hell. I keep asking Bethesda, is this a bug or a feature? And they just keep saying yes. <laughs> Yeah, because of because of Fallout and uh, the Elder Scroll games, I now find that it it feels wrong when I can't just like bunny hop up a side of a mountain. Ugh, what is? Yeah, what's even the point? I know. Why can't I just bunny hop slowly up a mountain when I could just go twelve feet over and find the find the trail that I would have easily found if I just walked the road like a normal person. What do you mean in real life I can't carry 12 or uh, 1200 cheese wheels? Is that even a life worth living? (laughs) Um, The Avengers attacked them. Fearing the Thunderbolts would abuse their new power. Uh, The battle sparked like a good deal of infighting among the Thunderbolts themselves and a crazed Moonstone injured vantage. Atlas flew in an insane rage, beating a Moonstone savagely, until Hawkeye, back with the Avengers, restrained him. Once the fight was over, the Thunderbolts like disbanded, and Atlas asked the Avengers Hank him to uh, purge him of the size-changing pin particles from his system, fearing that they would 
feed his emotional instability. Uh, him agreed, and Johnston was like seemingly an ordinary man again. Uh, there's that word that does a lot of work. Seemingly, Dallas uh, became a uh, agent of Homeland Security. Boo. Uh, Boo. <laughs> she and Eric uh, broke up, uh, which is he should have. Uh, yeah. Lonely and seeking power. Uh, Johnston joined Mach 4's uh, new Thunderbolts, serving as the team's like one-man support staff. But when the alien uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Janice Vale Marvel, not the one whose only interesting thing he did was get cancer and die, uh, his son. Oh. Uh, he, uh, he aided them against the Phantom Five. Like an overprotective, uh, Eric was like irritated by Marvel's uh, obnoxious attitude. And his like uh, obliv- obvious romantic interest in Mach Five's girlfriend, Songbird. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Unobserved by his uh, teammates, uh, enacting on instinct, a furious Johnston uh, assumed giant size and beat Marvel senseless, tossing him into the ocean to cover up his crime. You know what? Good on you. Yeah. Yeah. It turns out uh, being being a good homie uh, restored his powers. <laughs> How it should be. Yeah. He rejoined the Thunderbolts as Atlas, but his uh, partners worried about his growing emotional instability, knowing any capacity for violent rage, which increased dramatically when he used his powers. Investigating uh, Songbird, like, discovered that Dallas was uh, wheelchair-bound again, and that Eric had unwittingly and seemingly irreversibly drawn the uh, ionic energy out of her and back into himself. So, Yeah. Which the only reason why she could, you know, do the stuff is because, you know, uh, yeah. the ionic energy. Songbird also learned of Eric's attack on Genis, who since recovered and joined the Thunderbolts as a semi-amnesiac photon. Oh, well, he, be- he beat the memory out of him, so I mean, that- <laughs> that's something. Uh, later, during the extended conflict with the mind-controlling Purple Man, the Thunderbolts battled Purple Man's pawn, the New Swordsman, Andreas von Strucker, also a Nazi, uh, uh, who stop. Uh, <laughs> sliced open. Uh, also, this might be the part, this might be the time, because they were originally, the, the von Strucker twins were, um, were well, their, their powers only worked if they were, like, together. Like, they were yeah. Fenris. They were two twins, and when they their skin touched, they were is Andreas and on uh, Andreas and Alexis. Andrea? I want to say, oh uh, yeah, Andrea, Andreas and Andrea, but they're both Nazis. Uh, yeah, and this was probably the point where Andreas's uh, uh, his sister died, and oh! he he <laughs> flayed her. He like he flayed her skin and like tanned it and put it as the leather for the hilt of his sword so he can use his powers uh, uh, uh. yeah uh, yeah that also sounds exactly like something he would do yeah so that most likely because i think that's when that's when this around the time this happened that also sounds... did they revive fenris on krakoa Oh, I'm gonna I look that not. up real quick. I knew gonna... rule in Krakoa. We could bring back all the mutants unless they were a Nazi. Unfortunately, a few of them slipped through. Yeah. They have amnesty. They had. They have. They have to apply the amnesty to everyone. No, they have Just to, even if they were no. Nazis. Can we un-Nazi them? <laughs> 
Uh, let me see. As Fenris. Just be like, congrats. Despite you being a Nazi, we've brought you back. Uh, however, now you have to do community service for the next hundred years. Let me see. I was only doing video. That's why. Sorry. <gasps> oh, they are. They are. I remember now. I have to reread. I didn't get that far into the thing. It was. It was during Leigh Williams' uh, X Factor thing. Uh, ah. Yeah, that's why. That's why I was remembering that uh, that Andrea was was brought back. But I was like, really? When? when? So I will. Yeah, but at this point, I think Andrea was basically just a strip of human leather. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> but basically, he uh, you know the new swordsman sliced open Atlas, causing him to explode. He was reduced to like a disembodied uh, energy for 10 days during which like the Scarlet Witch created like a temporary. Every, every time. Just turn them into energy, I guess. Well, well here's the thing though. Uh, M- not M day, but uh, well, M day happened. Not M day. Why, why am I the, the, why can I not remember the event name? Uh, not M day. The basic scholar witch turned the changed the reality to make mutants the, the people on top. Okay, during that ten days. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and Talk he was reborn as a heroic uh, military man. Oh. Yeah. This altered reality, uh, and it's Johnston soon vanished. But Eric's memories of the experience gave him like a new confidence oh. that he finally reintegrated his uh, you know dispersed bodily energies and regained a form physical form in time to rescue Sombard from purple man's pawns and help the thunderbolts defeat the purple man himself. Woo! Yeah. Get rid of purple man. We don't want him around here. Uh, songbird now leader, uh, told Eric that she knew about Genesis, the Genesis incident, but she assumed the purple man had mind controlled Eric into doing it and asked that, like, you know, Eric apologized and Eric complied, but Janice had deduced that Eric was like immune to Purple Man's powers, meaning that Eric's attack was like of his own. Oh. And he admitted that it was true, but Janice like still forgave him and agreed to keep uh, Eric's secret, partly oh. because his own history of madness made him sympathetic to <laughs> Eric's instability. <laughs> we all been crazy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We all also, just go but, into a homicidal rage sometimes. Well, but here's the thing, though. He also wanted him to be indebted to him. So, you know, still uh, indebted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. You tried to kill me. You owe me now. Fine. That it's the opposite sense. of when you take care of someone you saved because you feel indebted to keep them alive. Yeah. It's the opposite. Rude. It's like you tried to kill me, so I have to keep you alive so yeah, I can <laughs> exploit you. You have to buy me lunch every day for the rest of my life. You have to fold my laundry. <laughs> no, anything but that. <laughs> uh, why do you have so many socks? None well, of them that's match. Why you, that's, why, that's why you only get one type of socks. And that's it. You get one type <laughs> of socks and you dump them all into the thing and never match them because they're all the same. That's what my dad does. It makes sense yeah. now. No, it makes so much sense because I hate doing laundry, and one of them that I hate doing is matching socks. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah, but the Thunderbolts began like began working closely with the government, including especially the uh, 
commission on superhuman activities. As a result, Eric became amicably yet awkwardly reacquainted with Dallas Reardon, now high, now a highly ranked CSA official who belatedly in, informed him of uh, his brother's Conrad's apparent demise after mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. of it through government records. However, like Dallas did not want to resume her romance with Eric, who was sharing a purely physical on and off relationship with teammate Joystick at that time. Uh, when when Songbird finally discovered the truth of how Atlas attacked Genis in the throes of a ionic charged rage, the revel- uh, the revelation like damaged the team's faith in Atlas, and the situation worsened when the a rogue Thunderbolt faction led by Zemo uh, sought to destroy Genis. Whose cosmic power and stability now threatened all of reality. Oh. Yeah. While uh, battling uh, Thunder, uh, while battling Songbird's Thunderbolts, uh, Zemo revealed that he had rescued Eric's brother Conrad from the Dark Force dimension and promised to restore Conrad fully if Atlas, you know, did a little flippy, flippy do of teams. And then he helped yeah. uh, Zemo's team hold off Songbird's group long enough for Zemo to destroy Photon. Which bad move? Seems like it, yeah. Uh, but also, Zemo's a Nazi. Don't don't team up with them. Yeah, maybe He's... stop teaming up with Nazis. Yeah. Uh, the Thud Thunderbolts faction soon merge under joint leadership of uh, Zemo and Songbird, which who told a shaken Eric that he was going to have to work twice as hard to earn it back, earn back his teammates' trust uh, after recent events. The struggle was soon eased somewhat when Zemo's restoration of Conrad, who joined the Thunderbolts as smuggler. Zemo uh, even purchased the Johnston family's uh, former Wisconsin farmland from its new owners and donated it back to Eric and Conrad. However, you know, new disasters hap- was going to happen to the Johnston brothers, of course. Of course. They could never yeah, be course. happy. Uh, when the Thunderbolts clashed with Grandmaster's force for control of the Wellspring of Power. Joystick was uh, exposed as the Grandmaster's uh, double agent <gasps> and betrayed the group. And in the end, Zemo uh, seemingly slew Grandmaster, but lost control of the Wellspring, which uh, threatened to consume the entire planet, uh, starting with the Thunderbolts. Uh, sacrificing himself to prevent this, Eric grew to super gigantic size and used his uh, ionically charged body to plug the well conduit. Like he just like like he just laid on it. He was like, yeah, yeah. Saving his teammates in the world, however, like the wellspring absorbed his energies in the process, leaving him trapped at the height of you know two hundred feet without his ionic energy to empower him. He was now like a prisoner. He it's like taking somebody's phone and putting it on a high surface, but it's the whole person. Yep. <laughs> now you go uppies, but too far this time. Yeah, but he was too big, basically, and too uh, heavy to move, barely able to breathe, and even able to blink or speak or feed himself. Oh. But before that, uh, before the Wellspring completely drained his ionic energies, he transmitted a portion of that power back to Dallas, who regained her full physical mobility as a result. Comrade, however, was forced to retire from the Thunderbolt since the Wellspring ruined his dark, uh, dark force manipulating smuggler suit. Um, Comrade 
currently watches over his brother while S.H.I.E.L.D. and the CSA and other authorities seek some means of uh, restoring Atlas to his normal, to a normal, uh, a task made more difficult by the fact that uh, Eric's current form seems resistant to size-changing pin particles. Ironically, Aww. Eric's uh, spectacular self, uh, act of self-sacrifice made him like a respect, respected hero in the eyes of the public again. But Alice was in like no position to like enjoy it. Uh, now that being said, he gets better. Uh, <sighs> he gets he gets better. Um, now that being said, um, he gets better and he does show up in one of my favorite War of the Realms tie-ins, um, where him Goliath, uh, that's uh, Bill Foster's uh, nephew, uh, Scott Scott Lang. And there's another person. Who am I? Was it just three? Um, Ant Man, Goliath, Giant Man. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were they were trying to pretend to be um, uh, ice giants because they get as big as an ice giant, and they painted themselves. But they realized they didn't know the language, and they got outed immediately as not ice giants. It was really good and funny and great. I love it a lot. Uh, <laughs> Giant Man. <laughs> Leia Williams writes, wrote it. It's real funny and good. Uh, they make they keep on making fun of uh, Goliath because, like, you know, he's not as good with the pin particles. So, like, he can only get, like, 20 foot tall instead of 25 foot tall. And they keep uh, on making fun of him for it. It's real fun. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I like it. The newest giant. I like the newest Giant Man right now. I think he's Puerto Rican or something like that. And he's, like, uh, he has like the old giant man costume. Ooh. The one with a little uh antennae that's red and black. Um but yeah, that's that's him. Uh we'll get to the powers a little bit. See if there's anything besides he get big. He, big big boy. Um so basically like he can get like a uh, bigger than most of the other big big boys um because of his ionic body. Like it reinforces him. Because there is limits, like, because if you get big enough, basically, you can't, well, as what ended this, uh, this section, um, what we ended on there, mm-hmm. of this history, um, you can't feed yourself or breathe, really, because, like, you're physically too big. Yeah. Um, which is, which is why it was bad that the ionic energies got sucked out of him, but the thing is, you know, he got better. Um, Good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Um, so what was his max height again? Generally, he he stops around sixty feet tall. Generally, but oh, damn. if he gets if he gets bigger than that, like he starts having a lot of issues. Dang. Uh, he does have some mental and uh, emotional stability issues when using the uh, pin particles too much. Oh. Uh, <laughs> when he gets over overloaded with ionic energies, he explodes. Uh, he has military training and experience, and it made him like a really good unarmed combatant and like a pretty good uh, combat tactician. But he generally likes to follow orders. Uh, he also has experience uh, piloting small aircraft oh. and is a, a capable maintenance mechanic and trained with the use of firearms. Uh, and his outfit like changes sizes with him. It's made of unstable molecules, like all of the good outfits in Marvel are made of so yep that that's him 
That's Atlas. That's the biggest boy. It's a real big boy. Real uh, big. Now, that being Is said, there a bigger boy in Marvel? I mean, technically, any of them can be bigger boys. It's just like... Have any of them dared want to, want to breathe. Go, Have any yes. of them dared to even go farther beyond? <laughs> yes. I know Galacticus is probably bigger than him. No, Hank Pym got so big, he got bigger than the universe and talked to the, oh, the embodiment of the universe. He talked to eternity. That's yeah. right. <laughs> he, he, no, he he got so big he was he was named Scientist Supreme, uh, which is a thing My. that they have not brought up again. <laughs> They're uh, like, can you imagine Hank Pym coming back to the rest of the Avengers and like, guess what, guys? I talked to the universe and they told me I was Scientist Supreme, and they're all like. They all like look at him and then they're like, anyways, as I was saying. <laughs> I like they would probably be like, yeah, whatever. I don't care right now. <laughs> was the <sighs> universe like, stop hitting your wife. Stop. <laughs> so um let's do some uh, trivia time. Hey did you did you remember anything I just told you about? <laughs> uh so we're doing two. <laughs> It's such a good soundbite, sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do two of them, since there's two parts. Oh, yeah, um, a lot happened, too. Yeah, let's do, let's do a nice fun, fun one. Um, um, what was the two names he had to fight, that he fought for? Oh, um, was one Goliath? Yes. Uh, and then, um, no, he was just Power Man. Um, well, Power Man is one of them. Oh, it was? Okay. Okay. What was the name of the heroes he fought? Oh, um... For those names. I don't remember that part. Luke he Cage. Fought... No. It's oh, Luke Cage, right. and, Luke Cage. Uh, and Clint. That's right. Luke Cage was the was Power Man. Yeah. Luke Cage he, and he, Clint Barton. He started so many fights with so many people and also got beat up so many times. By so a variety <laughs> of heroes. Yeah. You can't be initiated as a hero until you've at least once beat up Al. <laughs> How many times did Baron Helmut Zemo lead a version of the Thunderbolts team? Oh my god, what, like four or five? No, it was three. Three? Okay, thank goodness. Too many times. One was yeah. too many times. <sighs> oh, Lee, but, uh, I know he was part of Thunderbolts quite a few times, and then that's right. Yeah. He led it. Um, that's that's him. That's so. Atlas. That's the biggest boy. Do you have anything else to say before we <clears throat> do plugs? Remember, kids, don't team up with Nazis. Just don't. It doesn't matter what they're doing. Don't team up with them. Oh, you teamed up with three Nazis too. <laughs> All right, Andreas and Andrea, Baron Zemo. Was there another one? Oh, let's go. Red Skull, that's right. The big one. No, no, it was it was uh, the two barons that was alive during his lifetime. Yes. Helmut and Heinrich. Um, and it was Red Skull. And, oh, he fought Andrea and Andreas. Yeah. Well, that's no, he, right. fought on, he fought Andrea. Oh, right. <laughs> no, no, he fought Andreas. <laughs> Andreas, and Andrea that's right, because Andrea was a... <laughs> well, it was a strip of leather. <laughs> Just a... <laughs> She was uh, that <laughs> one lady, the last human from that episode of Doctor Who, <laughs> where she's just a sheet of skin <laughs> with a face. Oof. Yeah. 
<sighs> yeah, don't team up with Nazis, kids. It's a bad time. Um, but yeah, he has. That's a lot. He had a lot of backstory, and yep. he's still around, right? Yeah. Dang. Oh, I'm sure we'll read all about him, and when we do Thunderbolts, it'll be fun. Yeah. So, uh, can you do the thing? Yes. I. Uh, you should totally go listen to Art and I's other podcast. It is called Over Insmith, where we read the almost complete works of H.P. Lovecraft. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we usually make an audiobook of the story we're reading, but otherwise we just do commentary over it. Uh, it's a good time. It's real spooky. There's some really good stories in there. Um, but yeah, go check it out. It's called Over and Smith. It's a fun time. My name is Art. I have all the links to the ways to support me in the description. And uh, this has been Alphabet Flight to make contradictory through all of your night travels. Good night. Bye. Bye.